the good fortune before this um, retreat began um, to be able to come a, a day before the retreat began because I have a long a long commute it's all relative but five and a half hours and um, you know needed to be here in time for us to begin but uh, I was so grateful for that time to arrive and settle and begin slowing down and paying attention and uh, time to just practice walking and etc. Um, and on my meanderings, uh, I think it was the morning of our retreat, That was only two days ago. <laughs> Just want to remind you of that. <laughs> remind myself of that. So uh, on the, on that morning, uh, I, I walked um, down by the river. Um, this is a confluence of two rivers, and I, I was over at um, a park closer into town. <clears throat> Where there's a, a little bit, there's a, a bridge and not, not quite a dam, but just, you know, whatever things they've done there. Uh, and the, the uh, river there is narrower than here. Um, there's quite a lovely, beautiful current there. And uh, so I stood for a time just watching the current. And one of the things I noticed uh, in in the water, I guess uh, embedded in some cement that's in there, is a piece of rebar. Um, rebar is something that's used in construction and building. Uh, very, very dense bar of different thicknesses and strengths um, that's made to hold up walls and things like that. I'm not a builder, but, you know, it's something like that. Um, and I I, uh, I looked this up because I was quite intrigued by, by this um, rebar. It was completely bent over in, into the current, uh, you know, with the current, completely folded, just flat, you know, from where it came up and was. Um, and uh, uh, I, I looked it up, and a rebar is um, has a strength of sixty thousand pounds per square inch. That's how strong it is, and yet that. Water. The force of that water had um, completely bent it. Uh, also, in in that area, there's there's a you know there's these metal signs that they've put in there warning people you know don't go in the water. Obviously, it says you know it's dangerous. Don't go past here. All these type of signs. These big 
heavy metal signs, and it was completely folded <laughs> from when the water had risen and just folded this metal sign in half. And uh, these images are helpful to me in a visceral way, not just as like a nice uh, image, but to f uh, feel that image as how strong the currents are pushing against us. The currents, the habits of our daily life, the habits of our culture, the conditioning of our lives, of the speed of our lives, some of us were talking about in small group and all the, all the to-dos and not not just the speed but the force of our conditioning of 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 mm. all of our socializing and our cultural norms of how things should be and how we should be and all of these forces sometimes bend us right fold <coughs> us flat uh, collapse us uh And here, you know, how is that being felt? Here, on this retreat, on the cushion, in the walking, in the moving between, in the eating, in the resting, you know, uh, do, can we feel how we are continuing to be swept along, pressed uh, by the habit of our desires and our aversions uh, even in what we might be calling mindfulness am I um, just being mindful of my likes and dislikes yes I'm aware that I don't like this I'm aware I like this uh, uh, I'm aware that I want it to be like this and I don't want it to be like that. Uh, I'm aware that I don't deserve this or uh, I do deserve this or, you know, all the, all the variations of that theme. And uh, just, you know, being mindful of it. I'm, tr I'm trying to say, feel how to say this nicely. This is not good enough. <laughs> That's not nice, but there it is. <laughs> there it is. I know th that's a very triggering thing to say because some of us have been told we're not good enough all of our lives, and that's one of those stream conditionings. But I'm saying this in a, an enlivening, encouraging way that uh, this is not what we're doing here. Uh, is just being mindful of, oh, it's like this now, and it's like this now, and I like it, and I don't like it. Uh, what we're practicing is mm, going against the stream. First of all, we have to feel the stream, and yes, this is what we've been practicing. We're feeling those forces of 
as we slow down and stop, we can feel the the contractions, we can feel the difficulties, we feel the emotions, the mind states, and that's the beginning place to feel that current. And, and now we need to move against the stream really attentively. You can see if we're not grounded and really feeling this experience in the body, it can um, just sweep us along again. <clears throat> uh, so the purpose of mindfulness is liberating insight. The purpose of mindfulness is liberating insight. Mindfulness is liberating insight. Let that settle in. Okay, so what does this mean, liberating insight? Um, hmm. Okay, so if we go back to thinking about these waters, you know, and where I was standing, the turbulent waters and the waves, currents are moving this way and that way. This is what it feels like in this heart, body, mind, energy, being that I call me. Mm. Uh, when there, when I'm... Mm, when I'm in the turbulence of, of uh, these mind states, wanting and not wanting, liking, not liking, uh, planning and ruminating all that turbulence. And some of us have also been feeling, <coughs> at times, um, kind of a stagnation, uh, like further down the river, when I walked along the river further down, there was an area where there was like all this kind of sediment in the water, where uh, the, that uh, there was kind of a stagnation. And some of us have talked about this in small group. There's some awareness. Uh, there's some of this, some of this. Uh, but it's kind of a little... There isn't a lot of uh, brightness, a lot of investigation. It's a little dull. It's a little... Yeah. Um... The other way this can show up, and the Buddha described these 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 states. In one of the similes he used was water, and these different states of water. As one of the other things that may be showing up for us is um, kind of a muddied water, where the sediment is stirred up from the bottom, <coughs> and this is that felt experience of doubt. You know, where it might show up as, yeah, this practice isn't for me, or uh, these teachers, uh, this is not, these aren't the teachers that are resonating for me, or this time isn't good for me to be practicing, or (coughs) I'm not really getting anything out of this. 
This is kind of like a those stirred up mm, mud of doubt showing. These similes of the water are, are you may recognize the same as what Pascal uh, shared from Andrew Olensky's image of that dark room with the four walls. These are the same. The restlessness, the sloth or dullness, torpor, the desire and aversion, and the, the darkness of doubt. I've, I've found that image really helpful myself over these days and uh, 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 we were talking also the, in group this morning about um, how that, that room with the walls uh, sometimes feels more like a bouncy castle. <laughs> Everyone know what a bouncy castle is? You rent these for kids' parties and it's the whole thing is a big, massive, inflated Room like almost as big as this, but the whole thing is just like a balloon. It's inflated, and you can go inside it and bounce off the walls. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes our experience of this room, you know, these walls or this ex- these different states of water imagery, it feels like that. Like it's like this now and this now, and I'm here and I'm uh, wanting. I'm not wanting. I'm sleepy. I'm uh, planning and it's like ping, 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 ping. Uh, but that is starting to slow down at times as we're uh, practicing slowing down, we're maybe not bouncing off the walls quite as much, uh, perhaps. And uh, yeah, but that was helpful for me, that feeling. Like, I'm talking a lot of imagery, but it's really a feeling, a felt experience. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of fun. Um, Just kind of pinging around the room. Oh, like, it's like this now, and it's like this now. There was kind of just a, like, mm, you know, I realize it's not fun because it's, like, stressful states coming and going, but it was just kind of a a lightness to noticing within this being, oh, here's a desire. Oh, there's some sleepiness. Uh, you know, here's some restlessness. It's just kind of pinging around the room. Does anyone relate to that? Was it only me in the bouncy castle? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, and And... I don't know why there's so much imagery right now, but um, the, the other thing that arose earlier was was uh, of these walls, and I kind of uh, felt like I'm like a cat rubbing up against the wall. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is desire, and just like uh, all over it, just kind of knowing it, but in this kind of. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? There's almost a little hanging out with it. Um, and then something else, like, oh, planning mind starts, and there's planning. It's just like, oh, planning. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And so, some encouragement uh, that uh, there's so much more here, so much more to plumb the depths of. Uh, An image, uh, oh man, with the images. Anyways, uh, that I find really helpful regarding mindfulness is uh, thinking of like a hollow gourd or (coughs) a dried gourd, you know, like a, not gourd, anyone here named gourd? I don't think so, but like a pumpkin (laughs) uh, thrown into the water. And it would pretty quickly bob back up, pop back up onto the surface and bob around. Oh, it's like this, it's like this, here and there, being mindful. Uh, uh, What we want to encourage and develop and be supremely excited about is uh, like throwing a stone into the water. Really plunging into uh, how things are. Not just skimming over the surface uh, of whatever the object is in a superficial way. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is called Dhamma-vachaya, the investigation of Dhammas, meaning Dhamma has different meanings, uh, but the Dhamma is a Pali word. uh, In in some cases, it means all things. All these are Dhammas, and the... the, um, Mind states are dhammas, the sensations are dhammas. Uh, and uh, we really want to plunge into what is this uh, that I'm calling whatever I'm calling. So all, every, let's say, object that we're paying attention to in every given moment, because every moment counts, uh, is to be really known and seen and experienced to its depth. This uh, investigation does not mean thinking about. It's really feeling, experiencing uh, with an engaged curiosity. It's not passive. Um, It's very receptive and active kind of attention. So in in and there's certain ways, uh, certain 
characteristics in particular that we want to pay attention to in a in its depth and the first one of these many of you will know is the characteristics of impermanence anicca this is called in Pali so you know uh, impermanence we all know this right we're all like yeah I know that I was hoping she'd talk about something I don't know. But uh, uh, look again. (laughs) Oh, golly, this is so exciting. Can you um, look again, please? Uh, Okay, just look at your hand, if you you like. Uh, Well, first of all, that's a great thing to have hand, thank you, but um, look at, you know, especially at the back of the hand, and, uh, well, that's not my 10-year-old hand, that's a different hand, knobbly bits and bumpy bits, veiny bits and brown spots, (laughs) Uh, so of course we can see this and see, well, this this is not the same hand of my childhood or even my teen years and you know depends how old you are we can keep going that's definitely you know I, I totally can see that that's not that hand but if you uh, plunge a little more uh, into in, just in this time you've been looking at your hand all the blood has already changed all that blood has changed that's in the hand has moved um, the cells are rapidly changing. The, some of the skin cells are dying off and other ones are being created. The nails are growing. And uh, this thing that I call hand, and particularly my hand, is actually moving molecules and atoms that are exchanging electrons and energy with each other at enormous speed so that I'm usually not even aware of it. So if you just place that hand down and if it's helpful, rest your eyes and now just feel that hand. feel there's sensations of flow, of pulse, of vibration. (coughs) Temperature. You know, we can not only feel the outer contact of skin (coughs) with wherever the hand is landed, but we can feel the inside of the hand. It's aliveness. It's effervescence. And so, uh, you know, this is this is just uh, one little example of 
so much of what we've been experiencing. Uh, encouragement to look a little more closely, really get interested and excited to feel what is this that I'm calling, you know, any of the experiences. So in, let's just say within a breath, we can be mindful. I'm breathing, mindfully breathing, mindful breathing. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, there's a, some awareness sometimes of an in-breath and an out-breath. What is an in-breath? It is not a thing. An in-breath is a... a, a, a such a stream of sensations in one in-breath. There's a, I, I, I couldn't put a number on it. There's so many sensations within one in-breath. And then it comes to its fullness and is turning and becoming what we call an exhalation, which is just Sensation, 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 sensation. And then in that sensation ends. little space and another breath begins. It, a step, walking, meditation, you know? I can be mindful walking, stepping, stepping. Or we might even be aware of lifting, placing, stepping, whatever your practice is with uh, walking. Uh, you know, uh, there is no step. <laughs> There's an infinite number of sensations happening in what we call a step. Even as a foot is traveling through the air, changing, changing, changing. And every, not only is the foot, this experience of sensation of the foot touching ground, change, 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 changing, changing, uh, but the ground underneath the foot is a completely different ground you have never stepped on before. Every step. Uh, I get so excited. This is good. This is the energy of investigation. From mindfulness, when we apply the investigation of dhammas, energy arises. This energy also has a characteristic of joy. Joy, that's a loaded word. So good to use the Pali word, which is piti. Joy in in this context doesn't mean, you know, uh, bouncy castle joy (laughs) or, you know, (coughs) parties and uh, exuberance. Uh, This joy... And for, 
perhaps you can notice it. I, I know some of you are noticing it, but you could, can you see this uh, tendency in me with this energy? There is exuberance here. I, I feel like so much uh, energy and joy. It, it can come too high, too, too much. And uh, the, tr- the skillful quality of this joy is, uh, becomes calm. Uh, the energy of and really plunging into investigating how things are uh, can have this quality of mm, sweetness is more accurate or uh, um, the birds are singing <laughs> beautiful sweetness you know, that thunderstorm that came plowing through was so excellent. And it was, uh, I, f- I felt uh, just the joy of, the joy of it. And when there's presence, still mindful investigation with that, it um, doesn't keep climbing the joy, it becomes calm. Very important. Um, so uh, uh, this quality of impermanence you know uh, we talked uh, uh, shared uh, examples of with breath with walking but also uh, with strong sensations and mind states. Uh, <clears throat> so in this last sitting, uh, there was strong sensation in these muscles here. Is anyone else having strong sensation today in the body? Yes. <laughs> and uh, so that was felt. And then of of you know, I was like, all right, let's really see, what is this? How is it? Hmm. It's it's actually just feels like warmth. Oh. That's not really when I call it my pain. It was strong aversion to it, and when I actually felt it, it's like oh, it actually just feels warm. Where how far? Where are the edges? Oh, it kind of fades away. Fading away is an experience of impermanence. Or we might feel a sensation that has a pulsing to it, a throbbing, or uh, sometimes a wave-like sensation. Um, And even those of us that are uh, living with or at times experiencing chronic pain. Uh, sometimes it feels like the whole body is in pain all the time. Um, but when we look closely, when we plunge our attention with kind kind attention, ah. We notice that, well, even with chronic pain, there are times of flare-ups. 
And if there's times of flare-ups, that means there's also times of cooling of the flaring, you know, that there's times of that being less intense. And we've all been exploring here times of, you know, feeling what I call, might call my pain somewhere in the body. And, uh, you know, as has been invited, you know, what, what happens with that when the bell rings? Uh, what happens when uh, the dog barks outside or people walking by talking and the attention meets with a, a different object? Oh, we experience change. <clears throat> but also, uh, so in that last sitting when I was uh, exploring, feeling, kind attention, this sensation, at first, of course, there's aversion to it, and then I was like, oh, what is this? that I'm calling aversion. <clears throat> is this a thing? It, 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 is this, you know, a thing that can be taken up? Uh, or is it just, uh, I could see how it becomes a thing when I hold on to it, <laughs> when I add to the story, when I'm like, oh, it's, it's like this and going to stay like this and uh, maybe I should have sat a different way and oh I shouldn't move because I'm the teacher and just adding story 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 and so now now it's a thing you see now it's become my aversion now I'm I'm on the wall rubbing up against the aversion <laughs> wall like oh <laughs> uh, and uh but to really plunge into even those states and see, oh, that feels like a thing because I'm feeding it, fueling it. So this is uh, what I'm invited to be mindful of. How am I fueling, feeding, trying to solidify anything? Joseph Goldstein says it this way. Wisdom is the clear seeing of the impermanent conditioned nature of all <coughs> phenomena, knowing that whatever arises has the nature to cease. When we see this impermanence deeply, we no longer cling. When we no longer cling, we come to the end of suffering. This is a liberating insight. So, when we really deeply feel, plunge into this experience of all nature, in its effervescent quality, there is nothing to get rid of. There's nothing to get. There's no one to become. 
There's nothing to get rid of. We can also, when we're deeply paying attention in this way to all these experiences flowing through, flowing through, mm, we can see how conditioned they are by everything else. Whatever is showing up in any moment in your direct experience, in every moment, any moment, every moment, is absolutely interconnected and related to everything. Each, you know, this thing I, I call the breath, which is actually just a flow of sensations, is affected by the sounds that happen around, by the thoughts that arise, by the emotional states that flow through by the sensations in the body. And that's just a a breath. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing you're experiencing here in this moment that isn't related to everyone else here is not a condition of absolutely all these beings here is not a condition of uh, the food that you ate the bed that you slept in the wind that's moving through uh, um, all the conditions that uh, came with us from home this is this is liberating because we can just be fascinated showing up into the flow of life like wow what's going on now (laughs) and we don't have to be fighting, resisting, getting, pushing. Um, We just are awakening to how things are. This um, is from Steve Hagen. There isn't any difference between what the enlightened see and what we all see. Perception is the same for all of us, but the awakened stay with perception rather than reject it in favor of their mental constructions and ideas about reality. Enlightenment, liberation, awakening, freedom is that close. It's absolutely that close. It's, it's right here. It is possible that hmm, 
resting into um, this kind-hearted attention with this life experience flowing through and being known without adding our layers of mental formations and constructions about how it should be. It's that close. Wow. Hmm. Poetry, because poetry, what? This is called The Second Music by Annie Lightheart. That's a great name. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, this is really good. Now I understand that there are two melodies playing one below the other, one easier to hear, the other lower, steady, perhaps more faithful for being less heard, yet always present. When all other things seem lively and real, this one fades, yet the notes of it touch as gently as fingertips as the sound of the names laid over each child at birth. I want to stay in that music without striving or cover, if the truth of our lives is what it's playing. The telling is so soft that this mortal time, this irrevocable change becomes beautiful. I stop and stop again to hear the second music. I hear the children in the yard, a train, then birds. All this is in it and will be gone. I set my ear to it as I would to a heart. it
Mindfulness is a perseverance of attention that feels like love. Now I understand that there are two melodies playing one below the other one easier to hear the other lower steady perhaps more faithful for being less heard yet always present when all other things seem lively and real this one fades yet the notes of it touch as gently as fingertips as the sound of the names laid over each child at birth. I want to stay in that music without striving or cover. If the truth of our lives is what it's playing. The telling is so soft that this mortal time, this irrevocable change becomes beautiful I stop and stop again to hear the second music I hear the children in the yard the train then birds all this is in it and will be gone I set my ear to it as I would to a heart
bringing the light of investigation into every moment. Plunging the depths with curiosity. <coughs> and seeing what is knowing what is liberating in that. May I and all beings everywhere be free, be awake, Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.